0: And welcome to a bonus edition of the Puck and Punks podcast. We're going to talk about the trade deadline that's coming up on Monday. Sketchy Ghoulie here, Rookie Rochelle. What is up? Are you stoked? I am. I, I, I'm a little torn. I'm, I'm a little worried that this trade deadline might
1: be a little bit more quiet than uh, a normal trade deadline. Uh, however, there's a bunch of indicators that are, you know, also telling me that, this might be one of the more active ones. Um, the idea that, you know, we have the expansion draft coming up, the idea that teams just need to, you know, get rid of salary um, with the flat cap and, you know, losing money due to not having fans in the arenas. So um, I'm a little torn. Uh, I hope things go my way and there's a ton of trades because I don't know, probably my favorite part of sports is is player movement.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I love playing the you know the fantasy GM and you know creating the the perfect team and figuring out who needs to go where and trying to imagine players in, in new uniforms. And you know, there's nothing more exciting than your team getting a, a shiny new player.
0: Yeah, I know exactly. And then like there's gonna be a lot of interesting aspects because like you said, there's like teams you know like buffalo they're probably blowing everything up but then you know you've got a wild card like the calgary flames and whether or not they're going to move a goudreau a monahan does it happen now does it happen at the draft like do they get some kind of deal now they can't say no to so there's, there's a lot of things that like that could happen between now and monday and you know hopefully at least some of it does because then uh, you know, otherwise it's, you know becomes anticlimactic right <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's there's nothing worse than tuning in on Monday to to one of the trade deadline shows, and it's just uh, you know four guys looking at their cell phones, waiting for a tweet to come through. Um, but we've been we've been real lucky in years past. Um, the deadlines have been exciting, trades going down to the the final minute. Um, you know, a couple uh, trade deadlines last minute trades. We had the, the McDonough trade from yep. the Rangers to Tampa happened in the, the final seconds. Uh I believe Mark Stone to, to Vegas happened real late in the yeah, day. That was one that uh,
0: I think like we didn't find out about till like five o'clock or something the Mark Stone one because yeah, they had to going through all the faxes. They had to get the contract done too. Yeah. Um and then I, I
1: think Brady Shea was a late one last yeah year. He,
0: he almost didn't get get dealt in enough time but I think they got like that trade call in like just in time. Yeah.
1: It's, no one could figure out how to spell his last name when they were writing up the, the trade papers.
0: No, so, they, they thought they're getting Shea Theodore and they fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, like we're already seeing
1: some movement happen. Um, you know, little things uh uh for the most part but we've seen a, a couple bigger things happen as well. So let me just um get us caught up with the the trades that have happened this week. Yep. And then uh you let me know what you think of them. Yep. Um first off, we had two trades between the Chicago Blackhawks and the Florida Panthers. The first one, uh Chicago gets Vinny Hinostroza back uh and send a guy named Brad Morrison to Florida. He was uh, certainly a guy. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> like, um, I don't know, a guy who played years ago, but uh, I'm pretty sure this is a younger guy. Um, but Chicago loves to get their players back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Brandon Saad, now Hinastroza. Um, Who else did they bring back like years so ago? They
1: bring back like Sharp and they brought back Versace. Sharp thousand, came back.
0: A thousand times. Did, oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. My... Robot vacuum just turned itself on. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> hold on, D-Bot, shut up. No. Okay. Sorry, he's on an auto timer, so at every day at uh, two o'clock, he just turns itself on. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so just like you, we're gonna see some teams cleaning house. Cleaning house, exactly. Um, but yeah, Chicago <laughs> likes to get their
1: players back. Uh, there's some sort of attachment there to think that they could recreate something. Um, but this. You know, this was – Henestros is making a million dollars. Chicago's able to take on money. Florida, uh, as we can see, is clearing out some money to make some bigger moves. Um, I wonder who they're
0: going to bring in. I mean, will they will get into one of the guys. But yeah. I think there's a bigger name out there they want. I think so,
1: too. Um, so the second trade between Chicago and Florida, Chicago gets Brett Connolly. That's a, a bigger contract that Florida so wanted to move. Three to five million or three and a half? Yeah, some, somewhere around there, just north of three. Uh, Riley Stillman, who wanted a, a bigger role, um, wasn't getting into every game for Florida. And the big part of this was Henrik Borgstrom. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty you sure. Mentioned I mentioned him a few I, weeks ago. I, yeah, is one of those guys that I want to see in the nhl producing where we thought he was going to uh he's in the the Finnish league this year and he is putting up some really good numbers yeah. um so I, I know chicago plans on having him come over and, and be on the team next year they also got a seventh and uh in return florida gets a pair of lucas's yeah. uh lucas, lucas Luca, yeah Lucas Walmark who they got back yep um, yeah, so there was some familiar familiarity there and then Lucas Carlson on the back end. Um, so pretty interesting as you said already um, this is just setting up Florida to make bigger moves. Um, here is probably the biggest move we've seen so far between the Islanders and the Devils mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: Kyle Palmieri and uh, Zajac both 50% retained and the devils in return get a first, a conditional fourth, AJ Greer and a guy named uh, something jobs
0: Mason job street.
1: Yeah. Um, so the devils had to retain on both Palmieri and Zajac 50% uh, in order to get that first round pick the prospects here, Greer and Jopst. uh, these are nobodies, uh, the probably
0: HL fodder.
1: Yeah. Greer is the better player and he couldn't even crack the Islanders lineup. I know he got into a couple of games, uh, maybe last year for Colorado. Um, so yeah, I mean, New Jersey clearly wanted that first round pick because that's really all they, they get back here. Um, Palmieri while joining the uh the Islanders had to shave his beard.
0: Yep, I was gonna say um, he, he left his facial hair back in uh Jersey.
1: Yeah. Uh so New Jersey retains his facial hair. Um this is Lamarello getting players that he he knows and is familiar with. He did this last year with Andy Green. Yep. Um, they tried to get Zajac last year and Zajac didn't want to waive his uh, no move. I think he wanted to play wanted a, to thousand, a, thousand. a thousand games in New Jersey. And now that he's like 27 games North of that, uh, he's like, yeah, get me out of here. I want to uh, try to win a cup. <laughs> That's it. So, uh,
0: No, I you... mean, I, I like that move a lot for the Islanders. They really didn't give up much. You know, obviously the first round picks hurt could hurt, but a team like the Islanders is built to make a run in the playoffs. So what are they going to give up? The 22nd, 23rd, 24th overall pick? In the grand scheme of things, you, you do that to bring in a guy like Paul Mary. He scored 20-plus goals the last four or five seasons in a row on a New Jersey team that was always hurting for offense. Um, and then Travis Zajac just brings, you know, leadership. Uh, he can be your kind of like, you're one of your bottom six guys, really help you out penalty killing, can play some power play if you need him to. I, I like this move a lot for the Islanders. As much as I hate to say it. Yeah. uh, Paul Mary
1: from Long Island too. So there's something there. He went to Um, high school
0: with the, uh, my my goalie at Hofstra.
1: Yeah. And uh, is doing much better.
0: Um, (laughs)
1: uh, Smithtown is it?
0: I think Smithtown. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. So uh, last night, uh, Rangers Islanders game, this uh, was their third line. Right. Yep. Um, yeah. Zajac and Palmieri on the wings with um, uh, what's his name? Joe, uh, who they got last year at the deadline uh, oh.
0: it, in the middle. We just had a trade uh, happen. Oh, yeah. So let's uh, let's break this news. What do we got? Devin Dubnik goes to Colorado in exchange for Greg Patteron and a 2021 fifth round pick.
1: That's an excellent trade for, for Colorado. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to talk on that real quick. Um, Pattern didn't really work out, uh, that Ian Cole for uh, Pattern trade. So they're moving out uh, some money. Yep. Um,
0: did, Is there any retention on Devin um, Dubnik? I have to go back and see it on the other page. Let me see if there's an actual article for it yet refresh 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 not yet there's no word but we'll check back on it in a couple minutes he's only at a little bit over two
1: anyway i uh because i guess um minnesota retained on him
0: yeah on the the original trade
1: yeah um so yeah they even if there is no retained uh on behalf of san jose i think this is a great move for colorado we saw that we saw that they got down to their their third goalie twice in the past two playoffs uh dubnik has struggled as of late but he's had some great years yeah dubnik Um,
0: was a guy who was in the vesna conversation a couple times so bringing him in to be your potentially your backup to grubauer is a hell of a pickup
1: yeah um And I don't know, uh, I remember Duke like when he first came into the league with Edmonton, I took him every year in fantasy thinking that like, finally, this is going to be his big breakout (laughs) year. And then it never happened until he got out of there. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's why we got to we got to keep an eye on these things, because I imagine uh, trades are going to be breaking
0: as we continue this episode. Yeah, um, even right before we started the, the Brandon Montour trade yeah, uh, right so, in about five minutes before we got on.
1: So let's get to that one. Um, Florida gets Brandon Montour in return, uh, for, for TBA for, <laughs> for a
0: third round pick. Oh, it is. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not showing it on here yet. Yeah.
1: Uh, okay. I think Kevin weeks reported that it was a third going back. Um, this is a guy Brandon Montour that the the Buffalo Sabres a couple years ago paid a first round pick and a mid level uh prospect, yeah, uh, to get him. Uh, that was uh, Brendan Gouley, uh, Gouley, yeah, the
0: my long lost cousin,
1: the brother of Caden Gouley, who I believe is with Montreal,
0: Montreal, yeah.
1: Um, so I mean, uh, neither ghoulie hasn't really worked out yet he's only still only 23 uh has only played 59 games in the league um and i think the the first round uh, was brendan tracy uh so yeah by that name uh you could tell that you know that first didn't really work out yeah. um for anaheim either um but interesting nonetheless um this is not a lot of money for Florida to be taking on um which leaves them with still plenty of room to make more moves here. Um what do you think of Florida? Do you think they're they're done adding to the back end and now no. it's it's forward um, or you think it's forward and another depth defenseman?
0: I think they're I think they're in the hunt for guys like Taylor Hall, I think it depends on who they get. If they don't, they strike out on getting a Taylor Hall or or maybe even potentially bringing back a Mike Hoffman, maybe they'll get another like top four-ish defenseman. otherwise, I think they're gonna go third pairing, just depth defenseman. I, I, there's a lot of moving pieces still, but they have they've also had twenty million in, in cap space leading into this trade deadline. So they can easily go out get now they brought in Montour. They can probably get a Taylor Hall and still get another guy who makes decent money. Especially if you can get them to retain on top of all that.
1: Yeah. And they just have to going have for it. They just have to have the, the pieces to move out. Um, and how, how much do they want to dip into their prospect pool when they've already moved out Borgstrom? Um, yeah. So that'll be interesting. Um,
0: they when signed Spencer Knight, which is great.
1: Yep. When I saw the, first announcement of the Montour trade to Florida um 53 minutes ago uh this was the first comment I saw some offensive skill plays defense about as well as France did in 1940 (laughs) Jesus so when you say you know they might not be done on the back end maybe they're looking for a more shutdown type guy. This yeah. was maybe to, maybe you need two guys to replace Ekblad. You need one guy to play, um, you know, five get the five, points yeah. and the other guy to, to be the shutdown guy. Um, yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about who that potentially could be um, two smaller trades. I mentioned the last episode, Riley Nash was hurt. Uh, but that didn't deter the Toronto Maple Leafs from going out and getting him. So Riley Nash to the Toronto Maple Leafs for a conditional seventh. Um, I think That's... the conditions that he has to play a quarter of Toronto's playoff games. Yeah. So I
0: mean, great move for Toronto as long, you know, if he can actually get out there on the ice they, at this point, Toronto really just needs depth. They, their top six is as loaded as it gets in the NHL. Yeah. William Nylander's out for a little bit, but you know, a recent pickup for them, Alexander Galchenyuk, um, has been playing really well for them. Now he's moving up the top line with William Nylander out. So Well, he was playing on the on the line with Nylander. It was uh, the two of them with, with Tavares. Tavares.
1: And now um, with Nylander out, I think... Uh, he's, he's moving up A, to the Matthews line. I think uh, it was Tavares, um, Galchenyuk, and Mikheyev was the line. Oh, is that I what saw, it was? That's what I saw the other night.
0: Gotcha. no i think for tomorrow's game he's moving up to the matthews line okay i think i I was was just reading about it a couple minutes ago yeah
1: definitely interesting to watch there um another one uh the avalanche uh got another depth defenseman patrick nemeth uh at 50 percent retained uh he is a former avalanche so they are familiar with him that's uh a reoccurring trend. We are seeing the familiarity between players and teams. Um, And they sent a fourth uh, to Detroit there. So um, those are the trades that we have so far. Uh, A couple other things Um, since we're talking about the, the red wings, Bobby Ryan is out for the season. So Mm -hmm. they will not be cashing in on
0: uh, his name at the deadline here. It's a shame too, with the year that he was having. Well,
1: he had a good start. Good he start. slowed down terribly. Yeah. Um, the Buffalo Sabres added Drake Cajula off of waivers. That sucks uh, for him. <laughs> I don't understand. Well, hey, maybe he gets traded. Um, but I don't understand why the Coyotes put Cajula on waivers. He's making no money. We see that, you know, he's a guy that teams want. I mean, he got grabbed by, what do you think? Buffalo is the first team? second team to be able to put in a waiver claim they've got to be the last player who's oh uh, or ottawa yeah so i, I yeah. mean they're they're up there i mean i didn't see this guy clearing through waivers you no. telling me that the arizona coyotes a team that needs draft picks and prospects couldn't trade this guy for a fourth a, a fifth a fourth, a fifth a sixth a seventh it yeah. doesn't matter i mean like how do you get nothing for for an asset when you're a team like the coyotes? I mean, it's just puzzling to me.
0: Yeah, it didn't make any sense when I saw that he was doing on waivers in the beginning to begin with. And you know, like you said, I'm not surprised to see him get claimed at all. He's a guy, he played well in Edmonton too, when he was there. Yeah. Really good bottom six player. There's no way. So I wonder, like he's making less than a million. Yeah, there was no way he was gonna clear waivers. So I don't know what the hell they were thinking, unless there's some kid or somebody on the taxi squad that they brought up that they really, really liked that they took a chance on even doing it. But you can't like one of your own players enough to not get a return. Yeah, no, it made, it made no sense, especially. But hey, you know, maybe Buffalo keeps him and he's kind of like the beginning of like, you know, the new rebuilding Buffalo a I mean, guy who works hard, a guy who's, I'm sure, is, you know, good in the room because of his work ethic. But it'll be interesting to see what happens between the next forty-eight hours with him. Yeah, I, he's
1: not gonna be there for
0: for long. No,
1: but um, <laughs> but you think that
0: like if Arizona couldn't trade him, Arizona could have traded him,
1: one hundred yeah. percent. You you can't tell me that someone's not gonna give you a seventh at least, right? For a twenty-six-year-old uh, guy who could fit into your lineup on your bottom six,
0: kill penalties.
1: Um, yeah, who's making less than a million and you know his contract's up at the end of this year so i yeah. mean he's a very
0: strange move and he's get
1: out of there uh as quick as possible that's why i see him being uh, possibly traded by the the sabers here um yesterday Kyle Turris was waived by Edmonton he cleared waivers this just frees up more space for Edmonton to potentially yep. make a move um and today on waivers, Pittsburgh's trying to make some, uh, room. They waived Colton Sevier, um, and you, so Ricola. Um, so between the two of them, that's close to $3 million right there, uh, that Pittsburgh could be, uh, freeing up.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, we talked about it early in the year with the whole Rutherford situation. Um, I could see Pittsburgh trying to use that money to bring a guy in because you have to when you've got Crosby, Malkin, Latang still, and if you're not trading those guys away every year, you got to at least try to bring in some kind of depth to make a playoff run until those guys eventually the wheels run off, you know? Absolutely, um, and then it's gonna be real ugly afterwards. Real oh,
1: bad, <laughs> uh, man. I, but you know, hopefully they just have someone at the helm. At that time, who's able to, you know, steer
0: them through that as uh, pain-free as possible. They should have kept Billy Guerin around in their front office.
1: I know. Uh, Another one here that I thought interesting. um, Gusev, contract terminated with the Devils. Um, He is currently a free agent. Any team could sign uh, Nikita Gusev.
0: But he's got to sign before Monday. Before, play, yeah, well, yes, before playoffs. Mondays. Yeah. Um, but this is a, he had a g- really good season last year. Yeah. 44 points in about 60 games. Like, yeah. and tops, I mean, that's, that's top six numbers. He is struggling this year, but I mean. Five and 20 or
1: something like that. Yeah. How, how do you expect anyone to not struggle on this team? Um, small guy. He's only five, nine or so, but still
0: only 28. Um there's definitely promise here. Yeah. Um, Interesting career he's had so far. Like he comes over to Vegas during that cup run. And then they have to, you know, they have to activate him, but then he doesn't play and then he gets moved. So yeah, he's, he's had a very weird run in, in the NHL. So do you see, uh, we talked
1: about teams liking to bring back players, uh, maybe, uh Vegas brings them back cheap
0: yeah I could see that happening they now could, they'll have room for him to play there's no way he signs more than league minimum the rest of the for the rest of the season yeah. and then you figure it out in the offseason he'll go to Seattle next year anyway
1: uh I mean we'll see I mean he'll be a free agent so yeah. he'll, he'll get have a, a say in that uh do you remember how um Gusev became a golden knight
0: uh, did it have anything to do with Shippet- Vadim Shipachov? Nope. Uh, so this was a
1: trade for the expansion draft um, between the team that drafted Gusev, which was the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, he he was a seventh round pick. I, I think they Crazy. just had no hope that he was ever going to leave Russia. Yeah. Um And so they said to vegas we will give you gusev's rights if you take jason garrison from us in the expansion draft that was the deal so kind of interesting um but yeah i don't know i I definitely see him uh signing a cheap deal with a contender here
0: yeah 100 Um,
1: speaking of signing deals uh vancouver even though everyone has covid uh Tanner Pearson, three years, 3.25 per. Uh decent signing.
0: Yeah, very team friendly there. I could have eased in a normal year, I could easily see him closer in that four and a half range. But I guess he probably takes you know the security and just knowing that he's gonna get paid something and still good money for him. It's good for the team. I, I like that deal overall.
1: Yeah, it's great for uh Vancouver. Um I didn't know if this was going to happen. I thought he was, uh, they were either going to let him walk or they were going to try to trade him. Um, I think he saw himself uh, very similar to Tyler to who got uh, 4.25. Yeah. Um, and I think that was kind of his ask and he probably realized he wasn't going to get that. Um, so I don't know. Good for him. Stick around Vancouver. Nice place to be. Yeah. Um Zach Werensky has uh is having hernia surgery. He is out for the season. Done. Yep. So as his season is over, I think we could officially bury the uh Columbus Blue Jackets and see how interesting they will be here before Monday.
0: Yeah, Felino's definitely gonna get traded now. Yeah.
1: Um, and then some guys who have been held out uh of games as of late um you mentioned hoffman uh in st louis we also had them holding out uh robert portuzo um and then oh, didn't see
0: that
1: yeah and uh columbus um held out savard david savard yep. um so i would say the fair chance of all three of those guys getting moved here um
0: so maybe savard goes to Florida.
1: See that was uh, my thought as the the, the shutdown guy to yeah. Montour's offense, um, but what do you think? You want to just take a quick spin around the the league and figure out who needs what? Let's do it. All right, let's start in the East. Uh, the Washington Capitals. What do, what do you see them doing? Um,
0: I mean, honestly, that team's pretty pretty good as it is. I could see them bringing in like. It's all, It's going to be depth. It would be like a third-pairing defenseman and then maybe some kind of like third or fourth-line winger.
1: Do you see maybe, them going, maybe going after
0: out. a goalie? I was just going to say maybe a goalie, but now Dubnyk is out. Like, do you want Vanacek and Samsonov, you know, guys who don't have that experience, being on a team that, you know, isn't that far removed from cup, uh, winning a cup, going into the playoffs, and, you know, that team is still stacked up front. And I wouldn't be surprised to see them get some kind of veteran goalie, just as like an insurance policy. Yeah, I can see a
1: Reimer or a Bernier fitting in perfectly. Yeah. Um, I don't really see the need on the back end, um, just because like they, they already have like TVR as their seventh, right. Um. I don't know how much they're going to go above that. The other thing about them having a, uh, bringing in a goalie is um, they do have Craig Anderson on the taxi squad. Yeah. But, but he hasn't been playing. Right. So that's the thing there. Um, I could see a depth forward uh, going in there. Um, maybe a uh, like Luke
0: maybe yeah like
1: something like that something in in like a uh, glenn denning or, like or... Andrew cogliano yeah uh i was also thinking of like a cody eakin yeah uh type or um i don't know maybe they they go- step it up
0: Derek a Klein. tiny bit more and go with uh Aya follow out of los angeles yeah i mean he's had a Good year. He was, he's right here. I got it. 23 points in 37 games, $2.43 million cap hit for Alex Iafalo. Yeah. I mean, what if he's seven years old? What if you place him on your, your second or third line? Let, give him some middle six, not a bad guy to have, throw him on that second PP and then that's it.
1: Yeah. All right. So let's move over to Boston. Um, I I see Boston as an interesting team here. They got to bring in some defense, I I think they're going to, they're going to trade Jake DeBrusque um, in order to bring in something. They're going to free up that like over three and a half million dollar, you know, space. And then, uh, you know, DeBrusque has value as well. So it's, it's the money and the value that they'd be moving there. Um, I could also see this being a team to go after a goalie. Who knows how long um, Tuka Rask is going to be out. Halak is also injured. They're going with their goaltending tandem right now is Jeremy Swayman and uh, Daniel Darth Vladar.
0: Darth Vladar. So,
1: yeah. So I could see them being interested in a, in a goalie. I could see them being interested in a defenseman. I could see them being interested in uh, finally filling in that second line scoring winger.
0: I, th- I think they bring in Taylor Hall or Mike Hoffman. Okay. I think Taylor um, Hall is the number one guy they're going after Hoffman being a backup. Um, you know, a guy like Granlin, maybe off the market now with Nashville being good. Maybe, like I said, if they, if they want to bring in the maybe you do the brusque for, for Vince Dunn. Yeah. You know? Does that make sense for St. Louis to bring in another young forward? Maybe. absolutely. Um, all right, I'm going off the board here. I'm gonna give you a proposal.
1: Phil Kessel to the Boston Bruins ooh for, debrusque, for debrusque and a second.
0: I mean if I'm Boston, I do that and then you keep the theme of bringing in guys you already know <laughs> yeah it, i I just think the storyline is too good uh
1: debrusque is a a perfect guy for the the Arizona uh line up there you yep. also bring in a second i don't know there's something there is this the time that we finally see uh yandel in in a bruins uniform
0: i mean <laughs> here's my thing i know that florida is looking has has been for the whole year basically looking to move yandel he's had a great year but i know that a lot of it is really has to do with the money he still has on the table for the remainder of his contract. And you don't know just when that declines really going to hit. So I could see them moving him out. I could see Boston picking him up, but, but then who else do you, who else does Florida bring back in to replace what Yandle can do on your power play? Cause Brandon Montour is not going to be that guy.
1: He might be. I mean,
0: unless you think that he is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that I don't know. Just wanted to toss that out there um the other thought i had on boston is they seem to make great trade partners with anaheim uh they made the the bacchus and a first for uh andre kasha deal um what about bringing in a ricard raquel
0: i think that makes sense or Uh, that's the guy for the second or do you convince Fine. Ryan Getzlaff to come out?
1: Yeah. I think Getzlaff, if he moves, is only going to one team. And that's Vegas. Yeah. I, I don't think see I him think going going stays anywhere else. So, I don't know. A lot of interesting things for Boston. Um, one other name I want to throw out there in terms of the goalie situation. This is a man who has uh been on multiple multiple teams this year and has finally gotten to play because he's out of the protocol for every time he's had to move and that's anton forsberg he has he went from i believe carolina to uh winnipeg to chicago to, yeah i don't know back to carolina at some point um so just uh i don't know a little bit more depth so you don't you're not you You know, relying on Swayman and Vladar uh, back there, Uh, but let's move to Buffalo. This one's going to be interesting. Yeah. All right. So they've already moved uh, Montour. They moved Uh, Eric Stahl. They moved Eric Stahl. We know Hall is going to move. Do you think they move a Sam Reinhardt?
0: Oof. I mean, honestly, if I'm if I'm Buffalo, I think you have to. If you're really just tearing it apart, like I think if you're convinced that you're gonna trade Eichel to be it to the Rangers or whoever, right in the off season, then you might as well move Reinhardt and yeah. just really tear it apart. Like if you're if you're gonna keep Eichel, then you keep Reinhardt. But if you're convinced that he's gone and you want to just blow it up. Because Reinhardt's gonna be what by the time they're good he's gonna be 28 29 and then you're gonna yeah, he's be... 25 now he'll be an RFA after this year
1: he's making just north of five million
0: yeah and how much you're gonna pay him to be on a bad team like, yeah. he's gonna be do a raise are you gonna pay a guy six and a half to seven million to be on a last to second last place team for the next couple of years that doesn't make any sense
1: right um so I mentioned Cody Egan before the problem there is he's making Uh, two and a quarter for this year and next year so there's going to be have to be some serious retention there um and then maybe they can move guys that are ufa like a toby reader or riley shahan um on the back end i think colin miller is a a guy he's
0: out no no no, sorry i mean he'll be he'll like i think he's he's done in yeah i thought
1: you were saying he was injured
0: no Um, no no, he's done in buffalo
1: so he has next year also uh at a little less than 4 million um 28 years old uh maybe if florida moves out a yandle you know you have uh colin miller and brandon montour
0: uh running uh some some power play duties there yeah um, and the, the fami- familiarity for those two guys playing yeah low and then but but putting them with better players up front
1: Yeah, I think Matt Irwin is a guy that uh, teams will be looking at as a depth defender, making less than a million UFA after this year. Linus Olmark is the interesting one here for me.
0: Yeah. Pending Uh, pending UFA or RFA? UFA.
1: UFA. 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 Uh, He's 27 years old, making 2.6 UFA at the end of this year. Uh, He is the only reason Buffalo has won some games here.
0: Yeah, I think they were what seven five and one with him in net, and then he got hurt, and they were zero and five thousand with him out. Yeah, um, I could see. I mean, we've heard Toronto be interested in a
1: guy like Olmark. I think that's a perfect fit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, uh, it seems like there's so many pieces here. that they, they gotta. Now they've already moved out, too. I feel like they have to move two a day to, to get all of their work done here.
0: Yeah, I, I think Toronto makes sense in general for a goalie. We don't know what's going on with Freddie Anderson. Um, I could see Omar being – and plus, you know, was it Uko like, – I'll never remember his, his name. Yeah, I'm sorry. Pekka
1: uko Lokinen or
0: whatever. Yeah, he, he's the, the goalie of the future anyway. Um, so you, you might as well move Omar while you can get something for him and just go on from there. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Is Buffalo even going to be able to hit the salary cap floor next year like I mean, well, Jeff Skinner's yeah. money helps and of course, <laughs> money helps and those guys aren't going anywhere. Yeah. I mean,
1: plus you can always sign guys to uh, you know, bad one-year deals when they get no other
0: offers. Darren Helm, one year, 5 million, do it. <laughs> He's a guy who's probably going to move
1: with this deadline, too. Yeah. All right, uh, let's move it over to the Devils. They've already made some moves by moving out uh, Palmieri and Zajac. They moved out Hall last year. Um, Up front, I'm going to say some names here that could return them another first round pick uh, and kind of – and maybe even more first and a prospect like they got for Blake Coleman last year. And yeah. they got a first and Nolan foot, uh, who's a really great prospect and yeah. foot son uh, brother of Cal foot, who is Tampa playing, Bay. playing for Tampa now uh, it sucks that, you know, Tampa had both uh, both feet brothers <laughs> and they, they separated them. But here are the guys that I have and These They're all making, uh, less than three million, and have another year before RFA status uh, before their their RFAs. Uh, Miles Wood, Jesper Bratt, and Pavel Zaka.
0: I like all those guys, honestly. I, I mean, really like Miles Wood.
1: Yeah, I mean, how could you not? But can't you see any of those guys will get you a, a first and a, a top prospect?
0: Hundred percent.
1: I if be if, if they one
0: a second and a very good prospect.
1: Wood is the oldest one at 25. Yeah. Brad is still only 22, so maybe you hold on to him. Zaka, 24. Um, but I guess you got to keep some players around with Jack Hughes and uh,
0: Nico Heischer. Nico
1: Heischer, Uh You know, they're going to, and Jesper Boquist is a, a good, yeah you know, good young player there. Yeah. Um, the back end's what interests me the most here.
0: Do you think they find any kind of way to move PK Subban?
1: Yes. I, I have him written down as a player to watch. Um I it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Because the nine million dollars for this year next is a lot. Yeah. So you're already you're retaining half.
0: <laughs> you have to. Um so where do you have him going? Who who's who has four and a half in cap space this year and next? I'm sure he's got some kind of no movement, no trade. Mm, so I don't, I don't know think, that. I don't think he does. You can expose. Oh, maybe maybe that's why he got.
1: Yeah. Oh, you know
0: what it was when he got traded for Shea Weber. That technically, like he used it. Okay. Yeah. For there, and then like so technically it, the way it works is that like. If you waive your no trade clause, that's it. You don't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. But some teams, like some GMs, will honor it to an extent. Like I can remember like it happened with I think it was Nashville and somebody or Arizona, where it's like right, yeah. he technically he didn't have it, but because he did have it previously, they're like, all right, I don't care that you had 17 teams, whatever on your no trade, but like we'll talk about it. So some teams will kind of half honor it. But yeah, his might have expired when the uh, the trade happened to go to Jersey. Or, uh, yep. yeah, to yep. go to Montreal. All right, so P.K. Subban half
1: retained to Winnipeg. Interesting. I, are you going to tell me that that's not a
0: perfect fit? No, that makes sense. Especially, you know, we've been talking for all year about how – the right side of the defense. I mean, he plays, he's a lefty, right. But, but still they he, lost he, He's a right. He, he is a righty. righty. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, like they so lost I half think, of
1: their defense in a year. And Winnipeg needs two defensemen. I think they, they do one stop shop and bring in PK Subban and bring back Dmitry Kulikov, who yeah. is a UFA after this year, you bring in those two guys that's uh, going to cost you Perot Uh, at least probably Sammy Niku, you know, a a good young defensive prospect, uh, and a first, um, maybe you have to move around a little bit more money. Uh, Ryan Murray, uh, he's going to be UFA after this year, making over
0: four and a half. I think he's a perfect fit for Montreal. I like that move too. I like Ryan Murray. I was surprised that they got so little. I mean, I know injury history and all that in the past couple of years.
1: And it was just the contract.
0: Yeah. But for a guy who was picked, what, second overall or third overall? whatever in Third, his, yeah. In his draft, like, I've always liked Ryan Murray. I, I thought he was a very solid defenseman. And he, and he was really trying to pick things up in Columbus before getting moved. So I him going to Montreal would be great for me. Everybody knows they were my pick to come out of the north one way or another. So mm-hmm. I'd like to see that happen.
1: And the last piece I have uh, for uh, the Devils is Sammy Votnin. Uh What do you say? We, we send him back to Carolina like they did last year? That's it. Just go back and forth. I mean, he fit in really well yeah. in Carolina. I, I was
0: surprised that they didn't re sign him.
1: Yeah. Just too much money there. Yeah. All right. So, uh, moving to the Islanders, this is going to be tough because, you know, they just brought in Zajac and Paul Mary. Uh, I think they're done up front. I think they did everything that they could up front. Paul Mary, yeah. uh, you know, is the, the Anders Lee Zajac is the, the ad there on top of that. Um, and I think the back end is set too. Do you, you don't know if they try to replace Devontae's? I think they already had when they, when they traded him. Yeah. I mean, what do you got? Yeah, Nick Letty has a million assists this year. Yeah, he's leading their team in, score, in assists. You have uh, Pellick and Pollock, who, you know, great name for a defensive pair. I will never remember um, who is who. Pollock is the guy with the bomb of a slash right. shot. There you go. And Pellick is the, the more defensive minded guy, both gotcha. 26 years old. They'll be a pair forever. Yep. Scott, Scott Mayfield, tough, hard hitting guy. Uh, they have him locked Good up for, for a couple years now. Uh, pretty cheap. Noah Dobson finally getting into the lineup. They didn't really play him much last year, but they kept him around the whole time. And he plays with the veteran Andy green. So you got a 21 year old playing with a 38 year old. Yeah. Um, And then they have the other Sebastian Ajo as their, (laughs) as their number seven defenseman um, who, you know, they like, they they've used him time and and time again. Um, And another guy that they do like is Thomas Hickey, who is on their taxi squad. So I don't know. Uh, They already gave up a first, I can't see them making any more
0: moves here. Maybe they're done. Yeah.
1: And I, I don't unless know, they bring against some that kind of they want that they want to move forward
0: out. or something maybe, but yeah, no maybe yeah, you're I right mean, maybe they're unless, done.
1: Unless unless they could move out Leo Komarov who they or have or Cal Clutterbuck for net, uh, they're not going to move Clutterbuck uh just because of you know assistant captain, they have him yeah. locked up for another year. They like that that line together with martin Uh, i think kamarov is the guy that they would move out if they could uh three million for this year and next year oh that's a tough look um yeah
0: Yeah, he was rumored to be part of that palmieri deal and then he ended up somehow not being i guess because once they retained yeah they must have added something else that they liked to not have to bring him in yeah so let's move on to your new york hockey ranges there you go uh
1: i can't see them bringing in anyone who doesn't have term yeah i i mentioned in the last episode that they could bring in uh guys to protect for uh the expansion draft because we're everyone's 23 or younger um i could see them you know maybe just moving out a contract uh, like a Phil Di Giuseppe, just because he's not really a spot for him anymore. Yeah, um, you know, you're you, you with Howden is back, and for some reason they won't send him to Hartford. Yeah. And Gauthier is now not, not playing. Crafts, you know, they won't him. send him. And Kraftsov just looks amazing, but they're playing him with players who don't know where the net is. Um, maybe there's still uh, the possibility of a uh, moving Anthony D'Angelo. Um, but aside from that, for a 7th round pick. Yeah, I can't see anything happening there. What do you think?
0: Uh yeah, I don't see them doing anything. I like you unless they somehow pull the trigger on this Jack Eichel trade, but it doesn't make sense to do it now anyway. Uh, and especially with the fact that they're so still in that weird like limbo spot of whether or not they will or won't get to the playoffs. Like and they don't really have any like terrible contracts that they need to move out. At the moment. Yeah, I mean, Brendan Smith expires. He expires. So. Yeah, Stahl would have been here. He expires. Henrik Lundqvist yeah. buyout expires. Girardi's, uh buyout expires. Like, it's really just like Kirk's dead money. The Rangers are in a spot where they don't really need to do anything. I think they can, you know, roll the dice with the team they've already got and um, see if they get in or not. But there's no need to make any kind of moves, really, unless...
1: Guys with term. Young yeah, guys with exactly. term. Yeah. You know? So... Uh, let's move to Philadelphia. Um, they have, they, they're interesting because they're struggling so much. They want to move out Eric Gustafson, who's a UFA after this year. Uh, fine. I could see someone taking a chance on him. Um, just has not fit in Florida. Uh, I mean, in, uh, in Philadelphia, uh, you know, maybe he's another guy that Florida looks at. If you could get uh, Philadelphia to retain half, or Shane
0: Gossespierre, if, if, if you move out. You exactly.
1: No... Goss to spare is the guy, but you could have had him for free, but maybe you're waiting to, you know, you need to free up money or you need to make sure that they retain money on yeah. that. Uh, the interesting thing that I have here is um, Scott Lawton, UFA after this year. I don't think they're going to be able to, to sign him to, to what he wants. 26 years old. He's making uh, 2.3 right now. Yep. Um, I've mentioned this team before. They don't have a lot of cap space, but I think they want a, a little bit more grit and a little bit more scoring punch. What do you say? Scott Lawton
0: to Vegas. Hmm. I like that move. I do like, yeah, bring, bring him in. You can throw him on the third line. Yeah, uh, I see something there. Um, maybe they move a, a Michael
1: Raffle, um, just because he's UFA. You could probably get a decent return because he doesn't make a lot of money. And then the other interesting name to be on the lookout for is Nolan Patrick.
0: Yeah, uh, he's been rumored to be part of a trade only if they're getting something big. Like he's rumored to be part of like an any Ekholm related trade, if yeah. that were to happen. So, what do you think? Uh, here's another one: Yandel to
1: Philadelphia for Gustafson and a third. Okay. You got you got Kevin Hayes and Keith
0: Yandel together, together re- re- reunited, and you're moving out. You're Gustafson and uh, I don't know.
1: I, I think something. There's something there, there, there could but be something maybe there for maybe that. I just like uh, Kevin Hayes and Yandel together 24 seven. I yeah. don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, <laughs> good, yeah, both on and off the ice, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the only other thing I could think of here is maybe a depth uh, goaltender, uh, Brian Elliott. You know, he's a over 35 contract UFA after this year. Carter Hart still struggling. Um, maybe they look to that Bernier, uh, like Rimer, Olmark situation.
0: Yeah,
1: and uh, maybe try to ride one of those guys to to the playoffs if they could get one of them hot. Uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, you know, they're always gonna do whatever they can to to get as far as they can. Um, I don't know about moving what they could really move out. Um, I told you they put Sevier and Ricola on waivers today. So that's going to free up some money. Um, I think that Pittsburgh wants, they probably want a depth forward, maybe even a
0: center. Um, I can see them going play on after, the bottom six. I can see them going after Cagliano and Bozak. Yeah, it's just the money is gonna be tough.
1: Um, they don't yeah, have a first five, round five pick million for they, Bozak, yeah. 3.25 for Cog. They don't have a first, they don't have a third, they don't have a fourth, they don't have a sixth. So that second is uh <laughs> you know their their top currency right now. Um, yeah. do you think this has been rumored for years? Uh Ristolainen to to Pittsburgh and uh, maybe he becomes a winger we saw him against the Rangers play uh, the net front presence on the power play I don't know I could see something happening there what do you think?
0: I don't know that I'd put him as a winger I think I don't think full time <laughs> yeah. I think you know kind of back and forth like the bufflin
1: yes role yep uh, and he's your ad when you know sometimes you need uh an extra forward in the lineup some days he, you might need someone extra on the back end he's your guy yeah. that you could you could flip i i like i like guys who are versatile
0: yeah i could see that happening i i think for pittsburgh more the guy that makes sense for them if they can convince la is dustin brown throw him on. So that's the, interesting. Yeah, the Crosby right. line. You know cuz cuz Crosby the way that he plays, he's always played well because the reality is, is that as, as skilled as he is, Crosby is just the best grinder in the NHL who happens to be insanely skilled. He always plays well with guys like that play that kind of game. I think Dustin Brown really fits in on the uh, the Crosby line in Pittsburgh.
1: All right, I'm going to throw out two other names. Um, one is Dustin Brown's teammate, Athanasiu. I could see that being an interesting fit. Yep. And
0: the other one is uh, Zingle. Yeah, I was I was just looking at him too on the uh, trade beat. I think that's the kind of the sort of style of player that Pittsburgh would be going after, like a guy who's physical can make some room out there but but also has the ability to put the puck in the net yeah and I, I, you know brown's a two-time cup champion as a captain in la and he's, he's played well the last couple of years yeah. revitalizing his career so I, I can see him absolutely being what they thought jerome mcginlow was gonna be when they brought him in a couple of years back
1: um yeah when we get there i'll tell you where i have him going all right, so let's run through the, the Central Carolina Hurricanes. Real interesting. I think they're going to add uh, big names. I think uh, they're the team to watch for, for something big here. Um
0: you thinking Taylor Hall?
1: I don't know if Taylor Hoffman? Hall is the perfect fit. Uh, I don't know about Hoffman, just because no one likes him.
0: <laughs> yeah, that seems to be – or. It's more they don't like his girlfriend but whatever yeah or wife um
1: i think they could they're going to move out of Reimer and go morasic najelkovic yep um i think they a guy that i see a young prospect 22 year old a guy that i i see them uh using as trade bait in a bigger trade is that morgan geeky who got into the yeah. uh their lineup for the playoffs last year and has been playing a bit this year um and why not move a first or a second or both here? Uh, I think this is a team that, that has to go for it. They don't know if they're going to be bringing back Dougie Hamilton next year. He's a UFA. Um, so let's, let's add up front. Let's add uh, on the back end. Uh First name I got Patrick line. Ooh. Add big.
0: You're going to tell I me mean, you
1: can't send a, a first a Morgan geeky and, and uh, I don't know. Something else?
0: I, I do think Laine's out. I think he's gone.
1: I mean, they got they got some, some good fins here. Might be able to to get them back in an order. It seems like they'll have a, a perfect uh, spot for him. It's a, a team that plays the style of hockey that, that he enjoys. Uh, I see something there. As I said, I, I still think Sammy Votnin back to, to that blue line is an interesting one. And the other one I have is uh, Josh Manson from Anaheim Mm -hmm. Um, to see Carolina add a guy like that would be uh, interesting, but that's going to have a big price tag on it. I know they're looking for a first and a prospect. I know both Carolina and Winnipeg have been in on him.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, Carolina is a team that's been stacked on defense the last, what feels like the last four or five years or so. And you bring in Josh Manson, that the rich will just get richer as far as the back end is concerned. It's the kind of game that Carolina plays anyway. They play a really gritty game. Yeah, they, you've got the Ajos and the Teravines, et cetera, up front. But I think, you know, they, they really play in the mold of Jordan Stahl. So if you want to play that kind of style game, it makes sense to bring in a Josh Manson and just fucking kill him on defense and then hit him on the counterattack.
1: Yeah, and another guy I think that they could move. He's been mostly on the taxi squad, and that's a Jake Gardner. Um, he's making less than three million for two years after this one. I think if you're making a trade with like an Anaheim who's going to need some bodies, you know, yeah. why why not you know have Jake Gardner and Kevin Shattenkirk on your yeah. back end, you know? So that could help move uh, some money around and just uh, for the uh, future move looking forward. I see Carolina as a big player
0: here. Uh, I definitely think Carolina believes that they're in the mix to be a Stanley Cup contender. So they're going to do something big, like, you know, whether it's another top six guy or top four defenseman, they're going to do something. Yeah.
1: They were one of my picks to get to the, they were my pick from the, the, the central to, to get there. So, yep. um, Chicago Blackhawks, they have money to use. They've already used it to their advantage by adding a Henrik Borgstrom. I, I feel like they could do a lot more damage here. Um, maybe they could trade out a Carl Soderberg, who's a UFA, uh, or, um, yeah, like a player of that ilk. Um, I also think Nikita Zadorov who they brought in in the offseason, is a guy that uh, they could potentially move in order to get uh, picks. 25-year-old, he's going to be an RFA. He's going to ask for a lot of money. Why are you going to pay a lot of money for a guy who's going to be on a, a middling team for some time?
0: Yeah, it doesn't make sense.
1: So, I mean, man... I can't see a, a single team who wouldn't want Nikita Zadorov.
0: I mean, the dude hits like a truck too, which is exactly what you're going to want in the playoffs. Absolutely. He's a, a perfect playoff performer. Um, he's,
1: As I said, only 25 plays both sides. You, you can put him on the left. You can put him on the right. Um, the question is, you know, is he going to be in your plans to retain him for, for next year? Um, can, Or can you afford to retain him for next right. year? Um, so yeah, I mean, I think they, they got to keep bringing in players to surround the and Dylan Strom, uh, and even, you know, Kirby doc, Pious Suter, um, like uh, that Henrik Borgstrom, I, I think they just got to keep building around that. Yep. So, but the, you know, when you're going to have all your, your best players are all going to be 23, 24 aside from Patrick Kane, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta move out the, the guys in that middle, that 26, 27 age range is going to be a weird area to be.
0: Yep. Uh,
1: Columbus blue jackets. We know they're going to be interesting. We already mentioned line a, we already mentioned, um, David Savard. Uh, I think Savard could is at least going to get them a second, um line a, of course would get you a first uh nick folino the captain yeah i have him i i think he'd be the a perfect fit in toronto i just don't see it happening mm-hmm. um what about him joining his brother in minnesota
0: that would be awesome he plays that same style of game that they do
1: i feel like garen would be Garin all would over that.
0: it. yeah exactly um,
1: so uh, I have uh, not only him, but also uh, Glenn Denning. We haven't gotten to him so much yet, but yeah. I see Minnesota adding both of those players. Yeah, good center and, can win faceoffs. Um, what do you think? I mean, they got Grigorenko, who's going to be a UFA. He's real cheap. Uh, I don't know. I, th- I think Mike Delzato... You know, he could, he's going to move. He could get you something, you know, he's a guy, you know, uh, cup winner. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you know, who uh, Delzato, uh, I could see him going to Tampa. Yeah. When, go win another cup back to back. Yep. Um, and now here's an interesting situation. Do they move a goalie? They got Elvis Merzlinkins and Eunice Corposalo for this year and next year. The problem is they can't protect both of them from Seattle. Do you trade one? They're both 26. Merzlinkins makes four. Corposalo is cheaper, just under three. And they already have... Uh,
0: There's another their, kid coming up.
1: Yeah, they have the goalie of the future. Uh, I'm trying to remember his name. Daniil Tarasov is yeah, 22. Yeah, Tarasov. And then um, they even have uh, the other guy, Matisse Kivlenics or something. Another one of them, I believe, Latvian. Uh, but they really like him, 24-year-old. So, yeah. Um, I, I mean... So many teams could use a goalie. Again, I'm looking at Toronto. Um, Does Colorado Montreal just got
0: theirs? I mean, like, I know that like Jake Allen's been all right and Price has been okay. Yeah. Does Montreal bring in another goalie to really solidify things for them and then try to, you know, get that mm-hmm. four spot? That's a great idea. I like this one. Uh, what about Dallas? Yeah. I mean, They no, have that's...
1: to do whatever they can yeah. to get in here
0: they have to keep the puck out of the net for as long as possible until Tyler Sagan can come back and Ben Bishop can come back. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, interesting stuff.
1: Columbus, uh, you know, I said, Carolina, one of the more interesting teams to watch in terms of adding Columbus, maybe in terms of subtracting. And as I just mentioned, Dallas, um, you know, we have Cagliano who's a UFA. Uh, I, I, he
0: could fit in anywhere, anywhere. anywhere. Uh one of the fastest guys in the league still, bottom six. He can play anywhere. I'll say it. Cogliano to Colorado. Yeah, let's do it. Why not? Colorado, get everybody. Uh, I
1: could see Blake Como going somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, again, UFA. Um, and then the biggest name for me to watch is Jamie Alexiak. Uh, 28-year-old, making a little over two. UFA after this one. Uh,
0: They've moved them once before.
1: Yep, and brought they got him and they brought them back. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to come up with a fit. I know I. I I'm going to say Edmonton.
0: Edmonton needs defenders. They've they already have, got uh, they have Merced a million who can they have play. a million
1: guys, but Alexiak could be more of a guy.
0: Alexiak brings what they don't already have. Yeah. The toughness and the actual defense on the back end.
1: Yeah. All right. So Detroit, do you see them moving a Mantha or a Bertuzzi?
0: Not yet. I think if they were to do that, they'd do it at the deadline. I'm sorry, at the uh, draft. At the draft. Yeah. Just because, right. like, I don't think teams have the kind of cap space other than other than Florida. But then I have to look at what Florida's situation is for next year when Ekblad comes back onto the books yeah but they could they'll make moves in the in the summer florida also was uh potentially looking to move
1: out uh strawman yeah
0: so
1: to, to so that'll free up That's money no as right well was a three-ish
0: in yeah oh
1: he's over three a four um probably yeah somewhere in that range uh but here in, in detroit i mean take your pick you're gonna have to retain on these guys because some of these are terrible contracts but you got darren helm val filpula uh, I'd be interesting to see if they move Nemesnikov just because they got another year on him. Yeah. Uh, Luke Glenn as I said, you know, he's a guy who could fit in so many places. Um, they're not going to move Sam Gagne. He's too happy there. I think they have a nice thing going, uh, on the back end. I can see a Mark Stahl being moved. Um, maybe even a, a John Merrill. Um, and then, uh, I, I keep mentioning him. Jonathan Bernier, just an interesting, interesting name uh, to to have out there. Interesting
0: career that he's had. Yeah. In general, like the guy who's like always not quite been a number one, but in the right situation could kill it. Yeah. So the question is, is how much, how many more draft
1: picks can the Red Wings add? They have their own first they yep. have their own second, Edmonton second, and the Rangers second. Um, that was from Mark Stahl and Andreas Athanasiu from last year. Um, and they have not only their own third, but Vegas's third as well. So, how many more picks can they add in those first three rounds?
0: Uh, I think they can definitely add a couple more seconds and thirds, and then from there you start figuring out. Well, a if you know if you want to keep the Mantas, etc or you can start flipping those seconds and thirds for more firsts or, you know, they can, they're going to have a lot of flexibility to do some pretty crazy stuff at the draft.
1: Yeah. And I I think they're going to, they're going to look to bring someone in soon to start building this thing up. And I think uh, it's just a matter of time before uh, Zach Wierenski is a Detroit Red Wing.
0: Yeah. Uh, I I mean, he's going to go there last year, but
1: He's out for the rest of this year, but uh, let's watch that at the draft. Uh, Wierenski to Detroit, you know, there's all the the Michigan connections there. And if Columbus is tearing down, uh, let's let's tear it down. Um, Florida Panthers, we've been talking about them all day here. Um, I don't see them moving out a Wenberg up front. I, I think he's just fit in too well. Um, I think they're gonna add another forward. Um, oh, Strawman makes five and a half for this year and next. Five and a half. That's yeah. They gotta move that. Yeah. Um, they have to move out a, a defenseman now. You know they it, whether it's Yandel or Strawman. Um, they,
0: they, they could gotta... move a Strawman to Detroit if because Detroit's got all that cap space anyway. Exactly. And try to find a way to like, even if you retain a little bit of that. You find a way to get them to do something with that. And the other name that's interesting is again with the goalie, Dreger.
1: You know, they, they have goalie Bob forever yeah. and now Spencer Knight. But I would say, you know, if you're going to move out of Dreger, you don't go to Knight right away. No. You, you move out of Dreger and get a good return and then spend a little less and just get a reliable backup. Um, you know, if you say you get, you know, what do you think dreger could get you a third second, a pay. third, a third. Yeah. So say he gets you a third, you go out and spend a fifth to, to replace him. Yeah. So,
0: or maybe uh, they bring in like Reimer from Carolina. Yeah. He's been that way before. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, um, Nashville predators, uh, we were all hoping that they were going to sell. Yeah. It doesn't look that way anymore.
0: I think they're like semi-locked in at this point.
1: They might still move Eric Halla just to get some, you know, some return. Yeah. Um just because you, you can. Um the question is now, do they add? And if so, what? What I don't yeah. really, you know, they, they have some, some, a lot of big names on injured reserve right now. Yep. Duchesne Ellis Forsberg. And then even like their depth is on there in Boriecki and Brad Richardson, Lucas Pisa, you know, these are guys that, you know, play in the lineup. Are they just hoping that you, know, when these, some of these guys get healthy, that they're the ads, yeah, or do they mean, actually go and get something. They always I
0: think it, I think it depends on. Oh, it's looking like Tampa Bay may be getting David Savard.
1: I mean, that's exactly what uh, they need.
0: Yeah. Not yeah. officially done yet, but. I
1: Friedman has it yeah i mean if if elliot and kip and kiprios are are posting about it i'm gonna say that's a that's a done deal yeah um yeah so it's gonna be interesting to see what the return is there
0: Um, yeah i i do you see it being a first round pick
1: i I, I, i don't i see it being a second in something yeah um uh, until we find out that Unless, return, what do you yeah. what do you what do you see Nashville doing up front?
0: Nashville up front could bring in a guy. Like, let me take a, a little. Away. What so if, if Nashville he, brings help. in? I see. What if Nashville brings in an Iafalo? I, I, or, yeah. or brings in a Hoffman. I I don't know if I see them bringing in a Hoffman. I see them more going for like the Iafalo, Ryan DeZingle. I can see the DeZingle. I think Iafalo might be out of their price range now. Maybe a Sam Bennett. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. We can find a way to make that. Oh, Sam going to two five five. It's not a lot. A ton of money. Alex Kerfoot. Yeah, if Toronto makes a move and they have to, uh, and they have to move something out. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think so th- something in that neighborhood where it's going to be like you're a middle six guy. They're not going to bring in someone to play with Forsberg.
1: Yeah. All right. So that brings us to Tampa, who uh, we know is making a deal currently uh, to bring in David Savard. Uh, I mean, they've been playing with a guy named Ben Thomas a 24 year old on the, the right side. Yeah. Uh, so you could tell that they needed a defenseman. I still think I, I like that Delzato call uh, to Tampa still. I also really like them even going back and bringing in, bringing back uh, a Luke Shen. Yeah. You know, guy, they just had the depth and I think they're going to go for it again. Um, This was a name I wrote down uh, before that I think that they were going to use for uh, like trade value. And that's uh, the prospect. He's 23 now. Alex Barre Boulay. Uh, I have him written down here. He's just blocked, you know, just like Verhage was blocked. in getting into, and, and Volkov was blocked in getting into this lineup. Um I'd be interesting to see if he is the return on the David Savard and if not he's still an amazing trade chip. Right. Um so uh I think up front there they are set but what do you think for Tampa?
0: Yeah, I know. I think that makes something like that makes sense. I mean, either way Columbus is going to be bringing in its futures. You're not going to get it's going to be a second round pick and some kind of prospect or maybe a first round pick on its own. If Columbus is retaining some salary in that, which then lets Tampa make yet another move. But uh, yeah, Tampa Bay, they always, they always find a way Tampa Bay. Yeah. Like, they spend, they have all this money on their cap. You know, you've got, they're still stuck with guys like Tyler Johnson making 5 million. Um, but Tampa Bay finds a way to sneak somebody in all the time. I, I can see this trade involving retained salary
1: yeah and uh tampa bay does not have their second round pick Mm. uh this year so then maybe it Uh, it could be second next year because they yeah because they traded um their second and last year's fourth to move up in the draft yeah um to get who they wanted in uh, in the second round um so they don't have this year second or next year second.
0: Yeah. Uh, so then maybe it is a first uh, because round they pick. moved
1: next year second was part of the uh, Coburn Paquette to Ottawa trade. Yeah. All right. So we're waiting on the return there. Uh, let's head out west. Anaheim, interesting team. We mentioned Ricard Raquel. We mentioned Josh Manson. Um, uh do, do you really think gets laugh i don't mean me neither me, me which is um, a bummer
0: i think that he should but i don't <laughs> i don't think but if not now then when you know yeah. it's not like he's gonna go next year you know like, what, what what's different between this year and next year to convince him to do something
1: yeah, I, I don't know. So and they don't really have a lot of other people to move out. The, they have their their team. You can't move uh, – you're probably not going to move a Henrik, a Silferberg, a Bacchus, and then everyone else is kind of in their future plans. Right, the rest
0: of the team is like the, the Zegers, Drysdale, yeah. et
1: cetera class. Arizona Coyotes, we know they don't have their first, uh, but they're making a run. So, you know, I, I thought they could move on from uh, – uh, uh derek brassard or yeah castle castle there was the talk about the connor yeah. garland because that can get a good return i don't know if Goligoski still moves I, I think they should i'm pretty sure that uh uh Jarmilson doesn't want to move but he's on the injured reserve uh Ranta and kemper they're both on the injured reserve uh i don't see them I don't know. I don't see Arizona make doing making the right no. choices here. No, I think future so. be
0: damned. They're gonna go for it and then it's gonna fucking suck if they don't make the playoffs.
1: Yep. Uh Colorado. Um they get Devin Dubnik. Uh even though they that guy they got from uh uh Buffalo, Jonas Johansson, got a shutout last night uh for them. Yep. They're they they're still uh building here.
0: Um I don't think they ever expect him to play in the playoffs or anything anyway. I I knew that at some point they're going to go out and get somebody else.
1: Yeah. So it's interesting. You know, they, they have to sign Landis Gog still. They have to make up their mind on Brandon Saad, who's a UFA. So that there's, they have, they have uh, moves to make. Uh, But I don't know. We, we mentioned so many names before, and I think another uh, trade chip that they're going to use if they want to uh, bring in someone good is Connor Timmons. I think uh, they they just have too many other defensemen ahead of him uh, between Sam Gerrard, Devin Taves, Ryan Graves, Kel McCarr. um, And now, you know, they bring in Patrick Nemeth
0: back. And Um, you figure at some point, they're not going to be able to pay all these guys. So you might as well start moving people while you can, while you still are in a position of like strength to make that move before teams know that you're forced to make that move in a year or two, because you can't afford them.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Los Angeles building for the future. They already have uh, an extra second from St. Louis. They have an extra uh, third from uh, Toronto. I could see them looking for not only more picks but more young players like the when they went out and got a brendan lemieux uh to to fit in there i could see dustin brown as you mentioned fitting in with many teams uh the the question there is you know he's 36 years old and has another year after this um we know Ida follows the most interesting 27 ufa uh making less than two and a half um I don't know how many more moves they could really, they could really make. Uh, it would be amazing if they could move Jonathan quick. I don't see that happening. Yeah, I though. don't see it happening. Um, but I could see them bringing in uh, some more young players for the future. They also have a ton of cap space. They could be one of those teams to help facilitate a trade. Yep. So uh, I'm looking out for them there um, in and helping facilitate trades Minnesota, they have picks to spend uh, because they have Pittsburgh's first and third along with their own. Yep.
0: Um, and and then, they're good, which is crazy to have like yeah. to have that kind of like draft capital and be a contending team.
1: Yep. And I mentioned before, um, I like Felino going there to, to team up with his brother. I like Glenn Denning to go there for more shutdown. Even, you know, Maybe, maybe I could even see Dustin Brown fitting in on this lineup. Um They could move out and Ian Cole, Um just because they they do have some decent defensive depth. They could move him out and bring in someone cheaper. Um, yeah. What what do you see here? Do you, do you see anything else? Yeah, I mean done I, by Minnesota to to kind of go for it.
0: Yeah, I mean I like you know you just mentioned Dustin Brown going there. Like he just seems again, like the kind of guy who plays that style that Minnesota wants. Yeah. to Yeah. And they have so much coming off uh, the
1: cap after this year. I mean, Marcus Johansson, Nick benino that's, you know, almost $10 million right there. That's coming off yeah. your cap. That, that's so, money.
0: You can afford to keep Brown for next year. Right. And not worry about, you know, having to move out a piece later. Quick, Quick question. Kevin Fiala is an RFA.
1: He's already making three million. What does he get? Five times five. Five times five. So you got the Fiala and you're gonna have to do the Kirill. Uh, I know. So uh, but and Kirill's probably, gonna get
0: seven times like eight or something. Like and I they're, think gonna they're gonna loo- go for
1: the big deal with him right away. And they're probably gonna lose a defenseman because of uh, Seattle coming in. Yep. I mean it might be a Matt Dumba, it might be a Jonas Brodeen. Yeah probably not going to be Spurgeon or Suter
0: no, unless they make some kind of trade to keep those guys away
1: yeah so I mean that's definitely going to be really interesting uh, to watch there uh, just because of the run they're making San Jose this is an interesting team because uh, they're not fully out of it yet no. and they don't really have a lot to play with here um, I'm going to say Patrick Marlowe to Vegas do it to get this guy a cup <laughs> it, it seems like the the cup spot to go to I mean then maybe
0: we'll see Vegas or
1: Colorado them. right yeah um especially if he wants to stay out west and uh you know that's the type of guy that these teams need and they, they're not going to get it from gets why not get it here yeah um I can't see them really moving much else
0: No, I think they're in that A, between all the contracts they have on on their books. But I think with the way they've played lately, they may have convinced themselves that they could squeeze their way into that four spot. Yeah. But like, what could they bring in? They they don't have a ton of cap space.
1: They have to bring in a goalie right now because they only have one in Martin Jones.
0: If only they kept Devin Dubnik.
1: Yeah. Well, they just traded him. I don't know. Maybe they bring up the, the guy on the taxi squad is Joseph Coroner. Uh, 23 year old. So maybe they have to bring in a, a you know, a cheaper goalie here. Um, St. Louis Blues. Uh, I think this is my landing spot for Taylor Hall. I think they they're gonna move out a Hoffman. They might move out a Bozak. They might even move out a Jaden Schwartz. Uh, but I think even if they move those guys. They're still going for it. this is a this is a retool on the fly. You bring yeah. in Taylor Hall. maybe you move out of Bortuzo and a Vince Dunn um, and you bring in uh, another defenseman as well. Um, but yeah, my landing spot for Taylor Hall.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I do think they're in that tw- that tweener spot where they're gonna move out some contracts they don't want to have anymore to bring in a guy like you know, Taylor Hall, et cetera, to go for a run. I mean, that team is still stacked. Like they just, they've been bad lately, but you know, we've seen it before. They were the last place team on January 1st, goes on to win a cup. So exactly. I, I think they're I, going in with that mindset. They're going to, they, they believe that they could turn it on at any moment. And David Perron's had a fucking hell of a year over there. So, yeah. Uh, do you, do you see them moving uh, Bozak or Schwartz? I see them moving Bozak. I don't see them moving. I think they're gonna to try to re-sign Schwartz, but eventually fail, I and mean, then he walks. But they're gonna try at least. But Bozak, I think, is gone. When
1: did Tyler Bozak become thirty-five?
0: I mean, shit, he was on those teams <laughs> with fucking Lupul and Kessel for what now seems like forever ago.
1: <laughs> I just did not think he was—he was thirty-five. Yeah. Um, what do you think uh, a Hoffman brings back? Or do you think he's like part of the move to bring in a hall or something like that? If they go that direction,
0: oh, you mean like does he go to Buffalo and then Buffalo reflips him? Yeah, just to make money work. Just to make the money work, I could see that happening. Or, you know, or do you or think, if like or if they, team. yeah, or if they trade Hoffman on his own, what do you think you get back? A third? Uh, yeah, second or third. The way he's been playing this year he has not been doing himself any favors and he's, and he's not setting himself up to get a big contract next year. So for all the fucking hullabaloo that we waited around and waited around and waited around for what, to see what Mike Hoffman was going to get. He fucked himself this year. So I don't think they're going to get a ton back for him and he's not going to get a big contract in the off season.
1: Yeah. And Darren Drager just uh, said that the Kings are negotiating or trying to negotiate a uh, contract est- extension with Athena yeah. However, uh, the, if they don't agree by Monday, uh, there's a good chance he's being traded. Yeah. Um. Still no word on the return, uh, for David Savard in the trade to Tampa Bay. So Not yet. let's keep flying. Uh, we move from St. Uh, Louis to Vegas.
0: I've mentioned a bunch of, uh, cheaper options. Oh, he has been notified. He's been traded. Yeah. Per TSN's Frank Saravelli. So as of see, four minutes ago, <laughs> I see a bunch of cheaper options
1: to to Vegas. I think Marlo fits in perfect here. I really like if they could figure out how to get a Scott Lawton there that I think uh, that would be amazing. Um, not much to, to really move out. They're not going to move out. Alex Martinez. They're, they're just going to ride him out uh, just because, you know, You need him for your playoff run. Yeah. Um, Flurry, he might go at the draft uh, or, you know, might uh, be in Seattle. Yep. Um, I don't know. Vegas is always tinkering.
0: Would he be the first guy to get expansion drafted twice? No. Uh,
1: What's his name? played on like all those teams west Uh, Walls. no it'll come to me i don't want to spend too much time thinking about that now but uh i do want to point out that vegas has uh the devil second round pick as well as their own so they have that
0: part of the uh, the gusev uh
1: maybe that was yes the gusev yep um so they have their own first they have their own second and New Jersey second. Um, you know, they'll, they'll keep mortgaging the the future for, for the now. Why yeah. not?
0: Dave Foley wants that cup. He said he wants it in third, within three years or in year three, he doesn't give a fuck. He'll trade He'll trade every pick and spend every penny to the cap. If he thinks that he'll, he'll get a cup this year.
1: And this is year four, right?
0: Oh no, you're right. This is, this is year four. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, did he say, I don't
1: know. I thought think it's three years old. or five years or whatever, yeah. but yeah. All right. Uh, Calgary. We're, we're moving to the North. Does anyone know what, what the hell to make of this team? I, I think anything that's going to happen with the, their top guys is going to happen at the draft. Um, I did mention Derek Ryan. Uh, I think he'd just be a great fit for Edmonton. But again, are you going to make a
0: battle of Alberta trade? Uh, if they do it to me at a premium.
1: Yeah. The other guy to look at here, I know I mentioned a bunch of other goalies, David Riddich. He's a UFA after this year, twenty eight. He's making less
0: than three. Yeah, they asked him the other day if he thought he was gonna move and he said, Don't make a story out of this. This is my team, but I yeah. think he's
1: I mean, they got they got Louis Deming on the taxi squad. We know what he did uh, backing up Vasilevsky a couple of years ago. So yeah, uh, I I definitely think they could get through with uh, you know having him there. And then they got uh, a couple good young goalies coming up in like Dustin Wolf and Tyler Parsons. So uh, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I don't think Calgary is going to make the playoffs here, but
0: uh, LeBron is saying that. A first-round pick is likely for the David Savard trade.
1: All right. So yeah. I, probably not much else. Yeah. Um, Let's move to Edmonton. Uh, they have no cap space? Nope. But they have to make moves. <laughs> they got to get better. Because yeah. you got to beat Winnipeg. You got to beat Toronto. You got to beat Montreal. How do they do it? I don't know if they're going to be able to re-sign a Ryan Nugent-Hopkins. Do you, do you trade him?
0: I don't think they trade him. Ah, maybe. I don't know. Unless you're getting like a significant. You're getting a good player and you're getting a pick. pick. They don't
1: have their, their second. They don't have their third. So there's not much to trade here. Yeah. Can't give up anything. How do you, how do you get better when you can't give up anything?
0: They might be stuck.
1: I mean, maybe. they might have
0: to. They might have to just be happy with the team they've got and just take their chances.
1: It, it's a scary prospect, but uh, you, something that they're going to have to do. Uh, Montreal Canadiens. Uh, they have, they have a lot of picks this year. Yep. They have Tampa's second. Chicago and Washington's third. Uh St. Louis and Vegas is fourth. Ottawa and Philadelphia's fifth. Are they gonna keep getting picks? Are they gonna spend some of these picks? What do you think?
0: They're gonna use them. I think yeah. they're gonna they're gonna trade a couple of those and bring. I think we see another Eric Stahl-esque trade. But I can't think of like who. But something like in that territory. I don't they're not gonna go after. The big boys, I don't think.
1: Yeah, I still like the, the Ryan Murray idea, and I, I do like yeah. uh, your idea.
0: Ryan Murray, Derek Ryan, get the Ryans. Yeah, in
1: of, of maybe bringing in a goaltender, and then do they need to bring in something to replace Brendan Gallagher?
0: They might. He's out for six weeks, or I guess like, at this point, five and whatever change. So he's done until the playoffs. Yeah, so spend that cap space. Why you got it, right? Yeah, because in the playoffs, it all goes to zero. Yep. Or infinite. (laughs) Which is uh, still a thing that doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Yeah. Man, imagine they get Jaden Schwartz.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That would be... Yeah. And then you play him with Joanne. I think that...
1: uh, Oh, man. I might like that, like, too much. (laughs) Yeah. If I were them, I'd, I'd overpay for that and yeah. and make this run. Just do, I mean, you've got all these
0: picks, so why not? And yeah. it's seen that Bergevin knows he has to make the playoffs. Otherwise, he's probably fired. Because it's been a few years of him not really be able to do anything. So I, yeah, think, I think
1: he has one more year.
0: Yeah, but I, I think he knows that he's, just, he's on the warm seat, at least. So, yep, they're going to do some kind of move.
1: All right, Ottawa, does anyone want these guys? Is the question. Uh n- Arteminisimov. I, I don't know. I can't see him moving. So. De Zingle, I could see moving. Yep. But do do they want to? Maybe they just want to keep him now. They gotta keep someone, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Um Erica Branson and Mike Riley are interesting on the back end. Mike Riley definitely beat 27, making one and a half UFA after this year. Um, Branson, they might have to retain more on. Um, and then the other one I mentioned, the goalie, Anton Forsberg.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think they move Riley... Branson, Forsberg, I could see sticking around. Maybe I could see them moving a Braden Coburn. Yeah, I think Coburn. He's, he's on the
1: little... he's on the taxi squad. Super cheap yeah. UFA. You could probably get use him for it. nothing. Um, I I mentioned Morgan Geeky. I've mentioned Connor Timmons. I mentioned Alex Barre-Boulay as some bigger prospects that I see moving. I'm going to add Logan Brown to that list.
0: I think Connor Brown's going to move. Yeah. Not Let's, this year, next year. Sure. I think I mean, at some point, Connor Brown's going to be the guy that you just can't afford anymore. Same, same thing that happened to him in Toronto. Not He's not good enough to make a priority, but he is a hell of a good player and you'll get value back for him.
1: Yeah, it, it'll it be a value move. But again, you, you, he might just be a guy that they want to keep around with the young guys. Yeah. You know, you got to have guys and you might be one to to bite the bullet on. Um, So those were my top four prospects that I I see potentially moving. Um, I would include, you know, from Toronto, um, Amirov, who they, you know, drafted in the first round last year. Um, I could see them moving uh, Timothy Liljegren, uh, before we get to the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, are there any other like bigger name prospects that you see moving at this deadline? on?
0: Um, I could see the Leafs moving in Nick Robertson to really just go for it. As, as much as like they love him and like, they think that he could be part of the future. I, I, I could see them moving because Toronto's another team that has to make noise in the playoffs this year.
1: I don't see them moving him only because i think zach hyman's gonna walk as a Mm -hmm. ufa they're not gonna be able to afford him yeah um 28 year old he's gonna be looking for at least 5 million um toronto is not gonna be able to afford that so that's a in-house replacement and he could easily step into that role so that's the only reason i don't see them moving nick nick robertson yeah fair um But what do you see them doing? I mean, we we know they want to make moves. I mean, they
0: wanted, you know, Granlund. They seem to want Um, Trying to think who else.
1: They're going to have to probably move out of Kerfoot to bring in anyone with uh, money. Uh, And Kerfoot's interesting. I mean, he's 26 years old. After this year, you'd still have him locked up for two more years at three and a half. Yeah. I mean that's like that's
0: a solid, solid contract on a solid player. What if Scott Lawton makes his way to Toronto? I, th- I mean,
1: you, yeah, you. I mean, it's a perfect fit. I mean, how or, are you going to say no to a
0: guy like that? But yeah, or on a lower extent, Matias Janmark. No, that's a that's a really good call too. Just as like bottom six, you know, third line, maybe he's your Zach Hyman replacement if you decide to resign him.
1: Yeah. Uh, he, he'll be cheaper, but, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. And then, you know, they don't have a lot of money coming off, uh, but they're going to have to fill up their roster. You know, do they bring back Spezza or Thornton next year? If they don't win, yeah. you know, I'd imagine both retire
0: if they do win. If but, they do. Yeah. If they do, um, they're, they're over yeah.
1: yeah. So, uh, Vancouver, uh, can they make trades? Can you trade someone who's on the COVID list? I don't,
0: I don't know how I that don't know how that works. And I think that <laughs> that's questions that they're probably trying to figure out right now. And it's the craziest thing because
1: they really needed to, to make moves at this deadline. They need to free up space, right? They got, they have to resign Hughes and Pedersen. Um. They already took care of Demko. They just took care of, um, what's his name? Uh, Uh, Pearson. Pearson, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, maybe uh, you retain on a Brandon Sutter just to, to move him out and get something because he's a UFA, uh, Jimmy yeah. Vesey's a UFA, he's cheap, Travis Boyd, UFA, cheap, you could take your two waiver claims and I know, get some uh, later round draft picks for them. Um, but, I mean, an Alex Edler is a guy that I think a lot of teams would like, uh, you know, especially yes. if he's retained on. Uh, he's been Jordy... rumored to move for years, at least in terms of teams yeah. wanting him. Jordy Ben. Yeah. Um, you know, UFA after this year, only 2 million.
0: Yeah. Uh, I
1: don't think Hamanick yeah. wants the move. So that might be, you know, you, you're probably just going to ride it out with him, but right. um, I don't know. <laughs> can, can you get someone to take Louis Erickson one no. more year after this one?
0: No, I don't think it happened. I don't, I don't think even at half anyone's bringing in Louis Erickson.
1: You wouldn't bring in Louis Erickson for like three mil. No, he's it would be two and a half. No, isn't he six million on the cap? No, uh, he's just under five, 4.9 for I this year. When
0: he was six, I thought he said I, it was six times six. I, when he... I think
1: it was front loaded, oh, because, because even he... next year it goes down, uh, to
0: 4.8 from 4.9, right? But the cap head stays the same though, even with the front loading. hmm so, oh, yeah, the, I don't the know cap how it, the cap it looks like it's going down. No, the cap it never changes, cap yeah, it's always the same. Know. That's weird. Yeah, just a uh, weird thing. I don't know how retention works, right? When you're bringing in a guy who's making t- less real dollars than his AAV.
1: Yeah, I don't know, but it's gonna be interesting to see what Vancouver is able to do. Winnipeg Jets, we know they need at least two defensemen. Uh, David Savard was a perfect fit, and Tampa just said, uh, fuck you. Yep. What do they do? I, I like the PK Subban idea, but uh, I might be a little bit tougher to get done. Um,
0: Maybe they bring like, in Josh Manson.
1: I like Kulikov-Manson. Yeah, they're going to have to move out uh, Matthew Perot to make the money work. He's UFA, making a little bit over four. Um, They don't really have too many other pieces to play around with. Uh, I mean, they're going to get some money back uh, at the end of this year because Stastny's contract expires. So that will open up some more cap space for them. So if they're thinking towards the future – Um, I don't know. I mean, they, they've mentioned the possibly trading that, uh, Billy Hanela who was their first round pick two years ago. Um, I I really don't know. I think like they owe it to Connor Heliabuck to do something. Yep, exactly. But, and now with, uh, Wheeler being out, do they need something up front?
0: I was thinking about that before when we were talking about, like, the Halls, et cetera. I don't think tot- Taylor Hall is going to be who, who they get, but they're going to have to find somebody to replace Blake Wheeler. Maybe that's where Cagliano fits in. A guy who is, you know, fast, plays sim- you know, a lesser extent than Wheeler, but plays a similar game that maybe in terms of, like, your line chemistry, he could fit in there and just kind of hold the fort down until Wheeler comes back
1: yeah it's such a it's such a weird one um i don't know how i don't know if they said how long wheeler is out for no he's um, concussion, so it's week to week or yeah. whatever imagine you know you just you couture off him yeah you you're done till the playoffs and then now you use his money that's a lot of money because what does he yeah. make he makes is he eight I uh, seven, yeah, high seven. Or maybe eight. Oh, eight point two five. Yeah. So I don't know. That 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 seems like uh something scary to play with there. Yeah. All right. So we kind of went through all the teams. Uh my last question for you before we wrap this up. I was really hoping to have the Savard uh return uh by this point. But my question for you is who is your off the board pick to get traded someone we didn't mention that you think possibly could go i pers- uh uh i didn't mention mine purposefully when we spoke about his
0: team off the radar pick cam atkinson
1: ooh Uh, I'm going with the same team and this is, uh, this is a big stretch, but, uh, Seth Jones. Yeah. I I think, I don't think Columbus is going to be able to re-sign him. I, I know, uh, his politics haven't really fit, uh, in that room either yeah that is, um yeah i think I, I i don't know if they go into full cell mode it might make sense um and maybe they decide we do the cell and keep tortorella rather than keep the players and pick a new coach because i don't think they're getting a better result out of a, a different coach right um seth jones to winnipeg does <laughs> Columbus and Winnipeg make another trade? Another um, Where I don't know. Uh, he he's my under the radar. Guy. I think I no thought PKC him and PK Stu were the guys. I don't think Winnipeg, even yeah, though it was that's be such why a,
0: Dubois left. Yeah, was because Seth, of Jones and Company. Exactly. Imagine he just followed him. Like, dude, I got rid of uh, this guy for fucking eight weeks. Um, what about Seth Jones to the Panthers? That I would like. That I can see, and then that's what helps them move out Yandel later. Yeah. So where do you have uh, Atkinson fitting in? Um. Edmonton somehow. Okay. Somehow Uh (laughs) it's not going to be easy, but yeah. But again, they don't have the cap space really. Um, or Atkinson to Montreal. Okay. And
1: now my last question for you: Uh, pick a winner and a loser uh of trade deadline day. Who's who's going to be your winner and who's going to be your loser?
0: I think the loser is going to end up being Nashville for not doing anything and then they miss the playoffs. Winner of the deadline is going to be Florida.
1: Winner of the deadline Carolina, loser Arizona.
0: Actually, yeah. But I, I put Arizona and Nashville in that same category of like, they're both going to do nothing thinking they can get that four spot and they're going to miss. You think they both miss?
1: You Well, I mean miss? like
0: one, like one of them. Like they're like, yeah. like they're both going to have the same plan, but one of them is going to get in.
1: And uh, it's not going to do much for their future. No. Anyway, this was uh was great. You put, he put a lot of uh, different names in perspective. I hope all the GMs are listening to our hot takes. Uh, I imagine some of them uh, will just be laughed off and uh, I don't know, maybe we'll get one or two of these things. Correct. And we'll, we'll come back next week um, and we'll kind of analyze. We'll, we'll see how, how off we were. And uh, I don't, know. maybe we'll get uh, excited about some, some players we didn't talk about today.
0: Yeah. Taylor Hall to Edmonton, it's gonna happen.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's my my last second prediction as we wrap up. That's yep. And you will have
1: to wait till next week's episode to figure out what Columbus gets for David Savard.
0: Bah, bah, bah. Talk to you then. Have a good one.
1: Bye.